yes in your life counts and enthusiasm definitely makes a difference hello and welcome to the sudden eye impact show you're live with your host lee coming to you from the dfw metroplex you got a special show on tap for you today mother's day happy mother's day to all the mothers out there on the sudden eye impact show we have fun together we learn together and we encourage one another. On the Sudden Eye Impact Show, we discuss a variety of topics such as, but not limited to, 100% responsibility, accountability, accountability partners, mentorship, the power of belief, the power of thought, the power of expectation, the power of words, consciousness, awareness, becoming the observer, being of service, creativity, innovation, visionary leadership, entrepreneurship, relationships, goal setting, goal attainment, imagination, visualization, economic empowerment, the power of partnerships, belief systems, decision-making, the mind, mindset, skill set, success, self-concept, focus mastery, and attitude. On our show, we share concepts, principles, processes, and systems that work when you work them that deliver good and great results. Our show's vision, mission, purpose, and intention is to discuss and deliver simple, basic, fundamental ways to help everyday people experience more fulfillment, satisfaction, enrichment, enjoyment, health, mental health awareness, and overall peace through utilizing your own latent resources that lie dormant within you. The Sudden Eye Impact Show is spiritual, inspirational, and motivational, expressing electrifying, energetic, powerful, and transformational content that anyone can learn and apply consistently in any area of their life to change your life for the better or to change your life for the best. You're live on the sophomore project, The Experience, Volume 10, titled Thought for Food and Food for Thought, The Precious Law of Vacuum. I'm going to go through seven pillars that if you will listen and apply these principles and concepts that's being discussed today, to each of these areas of your life, your life will definitely change for the better. You will definitely see progress. So the first pillar I'm going to talk about today is emotionally. Personally, each spirit being has to go through a cleaning process or cleansing process and purification process to commensurate with processing and release the past, all pain, and any and all negative emotions, such as grief, regret, remorse, anger, sadness, jealousy, hatred, unforgiveness, unbelief, doubt, weary, and fear. These energy patterns or forms and memories are engulfed in your cells, tissues, muscles, bones, and are taking up space where new energy cannot enter in because like a hotel the sign says there are no vacancies or there is no room to receive it you are a spirit being with an energy system and with this energy system each chakra has a opening and closing this depiction is revealing that you are blocking your own energy flow now take 100% responsibility and accountability and change it now for the better. Choose you this day what you have chosen to entertain as thought. Repeat to yourself, I am the maker of my own self. 
I am the maker of my own self. I am the maker of my own self. The next pillar I want to cover is mentally. Fear-based thinking, error-based thinking, doubt-based thinking, worry-based thinking, overall consistent inaccurate thinking, and no thinking at all is permeating your brilliant mind. You are commanded to be a good steward of your mind and your mouth. Why? Because your thoughts, second by second, each day builds your life and creates your here and now reality. And some people are shocked and surprised and do not recognize their very own harvest. They have forgotten about the seeds they have sown because of the gestation period. Sometimes it happens instantly or immediately. Sometimes there's a short period of time. Sometimes there's a medium period of time. And sometimes there's a long time in between the planting of the seed and the manifestation of the harvest. They themselves are makers of themselves. Not being consciously aware of your thinking and not challenging every single thought is the coin of hell and a recipe for suffering. And the only way to change it for the better and to transform it for the best is to evict the thoughts that are no longer serving you or giving you life energy or taking you where you desire to go and replace each thought with a thought that serves you and adds life force and that taking you in the direction you really desire to go in. Each spirit being must learn to more effectively manage their emotional state. If you think about something for an extended time, it becomes a mindset, and then a mindset operates automatically. The next pillar that I want to move into is physical. It is time for spring cleaning in every sense of the word. These material things we have in our possession that we are not utilizing on a regular basis are blocking our flow. It's blocking our energy flow. Give it away. Donate it. It's time to tidy up. These things are causing stagnation. The clothes, the shoes, the ties, the suits, the costume jewelry, the deep freezers and washers and dryers in the garage. Why do we, why do we have to have two sets? That's nonsense. If you give away your favorite shoes, you will either attract more or be in a position to buy another pair. This stuff works. You need to be in flow, out of telling. All those dish sets. There's a college student or college grad or high school grad somewhere that really requires it. Hoarding is damning up your energy, taking you out of flow. When you become a minimalist, clean up and tidy up and become more organized at home and in the unsupervised areas of your life. Watch all the good stuff that happens through and to you. There is no such thing as lack. There is no need to hoard anything. There is only abundance. There is only abundance. There is only abundance of material things. I'm going to move to the next pillar, relationally. When you take care of the physical part, it is going to amazingly seem like unlimited energy just appeared out of nowhere. 
even though it came from somewhere. Now you want, now you want dread going home. You will have energy to cook and wash dishes. The living space will be easier to clean and maintain. You will have energy to meal prep, energy to help the kids with their homework, energy to sit down at the table and talk about how you are doing, how your day went, and ask everybody how their day went. What do you guys want to do as a family when you're off on Saturday or the weekend? There'll be more love and more energy in the air. Days and experiences during your days will be more inviting, more attractive, and more satisfying and fulfilling. Overall, you will feel more organized and more in control. The next pillar I would like to discuss is socially. The prior steps set you up to recognize the role players in your movie or drama play. Others with knowledge, others with tools, and others with expertise, with contacts, means and great resources begin to appear through bridges of incidences and synchronicities that are willing to help you enter a new territory that will just help you and say things like pay it forward. Or if you see someone like yourself coming up, help them just as I help you. They will be willing to work with you diligently and patiently just for the joy of you winning and succeeding. They are made happy by just seeing you overcome and win and helping you makes them be happy. The big thing is now you will learn how to cultivate and nurture positive partnerships and business relationships and be mature and mindful to keep it professional and respectful. This is important because you get cross signals and end up back where you started if you're not sober and awakened. Be aware. Be conscious. Be conscientious. Be respectful. Be honorable. Be committed. The next pillar I would like to cover is economical. The previous five pillars and foundations set the tempo for you to remember who you really are, allow you to reconnect with your true self or higher self and become more mature in your self-talk. Remember, Paul said, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. When I became a man, I put away foolish things. Communication is everything and pillar for talking relationally and the pillar for five, talking socially. When you put these two together, you essentially come up with economy, the state of managing, maintaining, and regulating the appropriation and consistent circulation of currency. This is an inside job. Each spirit being has their own economy. And whether you believe this or not, it is still true. Your economy has not a thing to do with anything outside of you. And it has everything to do what is within you, what's in your heart. Are you hiding your talent? Everything is relationship. Everything is communication. Everything is being of service. You have to communicate with your gifts and your talents. Bring value to the table to receive value back in exchange. 
in the form of symbols, goods, and services. This is the natural and spiritual law of compensation. And I'm not sure if you know and comprehend and understand this or not. You have a relationship with currency that is cradled to the grave. It will be highly beneficial for each of us to get our thoughts, beliefs, and expectations straightened out around the subject of money. It will save you a lot of pain and heartache. The next pillar I would like to describe is spiritually. Now, seven is God's number of completion. I'm going to utilize it as a number and concept of maturity and mastery. This is not about religion, religiosity, or joining anything. I am laying a solid foundation in principles and truths for my audience to hear that they can take and apply to their life, just like I am applying to my life, to continuously change my life for the better and continue to work at it and change my life for the best. This here is the seventh principle and seventh pillar, and it is exponentially greater than all the principles discussed before because the spiritual piece is actually a principal thing because by the spirit, through spiritual applied principles, you can instantly create anything, invisible or visible. And any material thing, do you know what I mean? Because without the essence of spirit, there is no thing. But with the essence of spirit, there are all things. So understand the importance of the role of spirit, getting rooted and established in the disciplines and routines that allow the spirit to flow, like meditation, quietness, prayer, being still, practicing the silence, visualization, affirmations, inner conversations, self-talk, conscious auto-suggestion. These are seven profound pillars, and everything that I'm discussing, we're working with belief, we're working with thought, we're working with expectations, and we're working with speech. When we came into this dispensation, or the earth realm, we were given two gifts, mind and speech. And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. Jesus, the master, was not teaching the legalities of Judaism. He was teaching you how mind and speech works in the process of manifestation and demonstration and appropriation in the form of stories and parables. And he was giving you paradoxical lessons. And we've missed the mark in taking things and taking them out of context. He was showing you by belief, by thought, by expectations, by speech, and by your actions, how you can create the reality, the lifestyle, the life that you truly desire. Because there are two changes. There's change that's forced upon you, and then there's desired change. So working with belief, working with thought, working with expectation, and working with your words, he was showing you how to create your heart's desires. See, the power of life and death is in the tongue. By your words, you're justified. By your words, you're condemned. By your words, you're being released. By your words, you're being snared. 
He was showing you that the power of life and death is in your tongue. So the way that your life is now, the current results that you're receiving, the current outcomes that you are experiencing is of all of your own creation. It's not someone on the outside that's manipulating circumstances to make your life the way it is. You're creating the whole process. You are personally creating the whole process. How? With your believing, with your thinking, with your expecting, and with your speaking, with your actions, and with your inactions. You have a still small voice within you. You're supposed to be listening to your intuition. No situation that you're in, your job, your living arrangements, the car you drive, your financial situation, your career disposition, none of that is just automatic. You created it. So the good news is, and the good news is, if you created something that you don't like, that you don't love, that you don't enjoy, the good news is you can uncreate it career that you don't like, the living arrangements you don't like, the car you drive you don't like, the job you have that you don't like, you can recreate it and create the job you do want, that you do enjoy, that you get satisfaction, that you get fulfillment out of, that you feel like you're being of service and that you're genuinely making a contribution and bringing value to the table. You can recreate your living arrangement. There's no limits. You can recreate your financial life. How are you doing this? You're doing this by the law of belief. As you believe, be it unto you. You're doing it by the law of thought. Solomon said in Proverbs 23.6, As a man thinks, so he is. And I'm going to add to that. As he continues to think, so he remains. Then. The law of speech. Whatever words you say, words are containers and they provoke images and they convey a message through communication. So, what words are you speaking? One man said most of the problem is six inches below your nose, your mouth. So, the power of life and death, according to Proverbs 18 21, the power of life and death is in your tongue. So, what are you speaking? When you speak a word, it goes into the ethers, and it's gone forever. So you should be mindful. You should be aware. You should be conscientious. You should be conscious of what you're saying because you will not get away with what you're saying. You will not get away with what you're thinking. You will not get away with what you're expecting. You will not get away with what you're speaking. Yes, there is most of the time a gestation period. Your words will not return back to you void it will bring back a harvest because we are all farmers constantly, consistently, and perpetually sowing seeds. And on those seeds will come back a harvest. And most of us are not recognizing our harvest, but we did plant the seed. It's not by osmosis. It's not by incident. It's not by accident. We sow the seeds, and the harvest is going to show up on us. James Allen said it this way, we think that we can think in secret and it comes to pass, but environment is but our looking glass. So what you think, you're fooling yourself if you think that that won't be revealed. Everything that's in the dark will be brought to light. So in your subconscious mind, there's a lot of dark stuff in there. 
that's taking up precious real estate. Now, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to take light and shine it on those beliefs, those thoughts, those memories, those expectations, those words that you really don't want to harvest, that you weren't mindful of when you stated it, that you weren't aware of, that you stated you wasn't being the observer when you stated it. You wasn't conscious when you stated it. You need to go back in there and reverse and dissolve and dilute those words because those words are going to bring back a harvest. See, the subconscious is projecting that thing on to the screen of space, and then the next step is for it to be expressed out into your outer world. So the inner world is more valuable, more precious than the external world. But at the same time, whatever's happening in your inner world is going to be revealed on the outer world. So it's important, very, very, very important to take heed on what you are thinking, to take heed on what you've been believing, to take heed on what you've been expecting or not expecting, and to take heed on what you have been speaking. See, thoughts are all around you. Beliefs are all around you. Expectations are all around you. Words are being spoken all around you. Then within you, thoughts are being expressed. Beliefs are being expressed. Expectations are being expressed. Internal conversation is happening because you have between 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day and you're only conscious of about 3% of those thoughts. So if we're using the lower number of 60,000 thoughts, there's about 3,000 thoughts going on that you're supposed to be aware of. Now, my question is, what are you doing with those thoughts? And then an even better question is, what are you doing with the 57,000 thoughts that you're not aware of? So I'm trying to explain to you that you are creating your own environment, and your life is a reflection of your skill set, your mindset, your action set, and your environment. So. My question to you is, the thoughts that's going on, are they your thoughts? The beliefs that's happening, are, your, are they your beliefs? The expectations that are occurring, are they your expectations? The speech that is going forth, is it your words, or is it your ancestors' words, or is it your mother and father's words, is it your siblings' words, is it your other relatives' words, is it your school counselor's words, is it your teacher's words, is it the perfect stranger passing by? You know, you have to take ownership, and a good thing to do is to get a pen and paper or paper and pencil and write down, what am I thinking? What am I believing? What am I expecting? What have I been speaking? What have I been acting upon? Because every day, second by second, just like a, a builder that builds a dream home brick by brick, thought by thought, Emotionalized thought by thought, sensationalized thought by thought, feeling thought by thought, you're building either your dream or you're creating a nightmare. You are a co-creator. You are manifesting all the time simultaneously. You know, how your life is today is because of seeds that you sowed yesterday. How your life will be tomorrow, which is the present now, is the seeds that you're sowing right now. So understand this. You are a farmer, and you're constantly, consistently, insistently, and persistently sowing seeds. 
and you're going to reap a harvest or a destiny off of that seed. Whether you recognize it or not, you created it. And the good thing I just told you a while ago is that you can recreate it. Everything that happens is being worked off of principles, natural laws, spiritual laws, and you're working with belief. You're working with thought. You're working with expectation. You're working with speech. And then you're working with corresponding action or inaction, you know, um, decision-making. They say successful people make decisions quickly and very rarely change the decision, whereas unsuccessful people take a long time to make a decision, and then they're very quick to change the decision. Time out for nonsense. Time out for procrastination. It's time to go into self-examination. It's time to go into introspection and self-reflection. It's time to take a look at what are you thinking. As a man thinks, so he is. As he continues to think, so he remains. It's time to take a look at what you've been believing, because as you believe, so it be unto you. It's time to take a look at what you're expecting, because what you expect becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's time to take a look at your speech. What words have you been speaking? Words are containers. It's a form of communication, transmutation, and transcendation. Chris, image in your mind, and it communicates a message, and that message is projected on the screen of space, and it's reflected out into your external world. Self-concept, self-image, the way you see yourself, the way you treat yourself, it's how others are going to treat you because they see a reflection from you and you're teaching them how to treat you. You're teaching them how to handle you. You're teaching them how to communicate with you. You're teaching them how to take care of you or not to take care of you. This stuff is powerful, folks. Those seven pillars I gave you is real. You can literally transform your life right here, right now, working with belief, working with thought, working with expectation, working with your speech. It is time to put in the work on yourself. Uh, I think it was uh, Earl Nightingale said that scholars, top leaders throughout eons of time have argued about everything and disagreed about everything. But there is one thing that there is a consensus and unanimous choice that they all agree upon. And that is, we become what we think about. We become what we think about. We become what we think about. Rob Walter Emerson said, a man is what he thinks about all day long. Buddha said, all we are is the sum total of our thoughts. Dr. Ken McFarland said, 2% of the world thinks, 3% of the world think that they think, and 95% of the world would rather die than think. Thought is powerful, folks. Hear me out on this. No one has clearly explained what thought is, but on the surface they've said that it's some type of mental action that brings forth yields, that brings forth results, that brings forth outcomes. And you can see the ramifications of thought on the outside of us. Look at your dish towel, look at your plate, look at your couch, look at your chair, look at the TV, look at the Roku, look at the computer. 
look at the iPad, look at the cell phone. All of these were thoughts in someone's mind at different times. Look at your clothes, look at the car, look at the accessories for the car, look at the accessories for your clothing, look at shoes. Everything began as a thought or idea. So, folks, what you're thinking about emotionally, what you're thinking about sensationally, what you're thinking about feelingly, you really need to become aware of it. You need to become a conscious of it. You need to become conscientious of it. You need to become the observer of it. Because therein lies the key to changing and transforming your life. What are you thinking with your 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day? What are you thinking? What are you thinking feelingly? What are you thinking sensationally? What are you thinking emotionally? And if you're not thinking at all, your mind is empty. It's an idle workshop. It's going to be filled with other people's thoughts, other people's ideas. So you're supposed to be the steward over your mind and your mouth. This is very important. When you change your thinking in the same process, it is changing your mind. And in the same process, it is starting to change your world. If you don't like the life that you're leading right here, right now, simply through self-examination, introspection, and self-reflection, an internal conversation, change your thinking, which will change your mind, which will change your world. As a man thinks, so he is. As a man believes, be it unto him. As a person expects, you're going to get exactly what you expect. It becomes your own self-fulfilling prophecy. As you speak into the ethers, you are co-creating. So be mindful of the words that you're utilizing. Maybe you may need to increase and expand your vocabulary. We were never meant to say anything that we didn't desire. Loose lips sink ships. So when you believe something and you speak it, even though it doesn't manifest or materialize immediately, you've created it. And it's going to show up at some point. I did a show a while back about the unseen and the seen. See, the seen comes from the unseen. That's why you got to become aware and you got to become conscious of what you're thinking, what you believe, and what you're expecting, and what you're speaking. Because you're creating all the time because you're a co-creator. You are manifesting all the time. The question is, are you manifesting what you want or are you manifesting what you don't want? This is very important. I'm giving y'all a lot of food for thought and a lot of thought for food. It's like a buffet. Everything you could ever desire to eat, your favorite foods, your favorite fruit, your favorite uh, soft drinks, the fruit drinks, it's all right here before you at the table. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. It's coming through the seven pillars, and we're working with your belief. We're working with your thoughts. We're working with your expectations. We're working with your speech, and we're trying to get you to take corresponding action for what you really do desire. The how is not up to you, but you have to be thinking on things that are just, things that are lovely, and things that are of good report. That's the task. That's the assignment. That's what you're supposed to be doing. And then the creation process is going to be taken over 
by the subconscious and the superconscious mind. And, and, and it just, by process of flow, I'll tell it. As your vibration raises, as your bandwidth rises, as your frequency raises, as your vibration raises, you begin to grow into the person that you were designed to be, which leads me to another question. Are you, how are you showing up? You know, do you know who you really are? Are you not showing up at all? How about showing up, beginning to show up and be your authentic self? Be present, be here now. Because the question becomes, are you being of service? Are you bringing your gifts and talents and exchanging value at the table? And then an even better question is, how are you investing your time? How are you investing your talent? How are you investing your treasure? You see how all of this is panning out, how this is all adding up or all being subtracted? you got to show up as who you are, even if you're on a job that you don't like right now. The first thing you have to do is begin to show up as who you are. Who are you authentically? What do you stand for? What do you represent? What skill set do you have? What mindset do you have? What action set do you have? This is all important. You got to work on your self-concept, how you see yourself, or your self-image, because your self-image, your self-concept of yourself is kind of like the governor. It controls everything. It's not something that's on the outside of you that manipulates you and, you know, um, yields your results and yields your outcomes, your manifestations and demonstrations. You have an internal locus of control. You need to show up and be your best version. Even if your situation is not ideal, it can change. That's temporary. So you show up as who you are authentically. You represent who you are. You bring your gifts and talents to the table. You do the best that you can do with what you have right here, right now. And you will just automatically begin to get into a state and begin to go into flow and be an auto-teller. And just different things will happen, bridges of incidents. You'll meet people. Different opportunities will begin to come your way. It's attraction. Now you're not playing small anymore. You're being who you are and who you were meant to be. Now you're moving towards your destiny. And all you're doing is showing up as who you are. You're working on your self-image. You know, you're going from I'm not enough to I am enough. You're going from I don't deserve to I do deserve. You're going from I'm not worthy to I am worthy. And then you're utilizing your mindset, your skill set, your action set, and your desire, your, your inner nature of desire. Desire is going to attract these opportunities to you, and you're going to be mature, and you're going to begin to capitalize on these opportunities. Your life can look totally different from today, 21 days down the road. 30 days down the road, 90 days down the road. You see, every day you can grow a little. You can change. You need to begin to affirm, I am worthy. 
I am deserving. I am affluent. I am prosperous. I am intelligent. I am wealthy. I deserve the best. I deserve to live my best life now. You've got to, even though you don't believe it, you've just got to say it. And then your body movement is going to change. It's going to start to feel the desire. And once that desire takes root, literally nothing can stop it. Just like a plant can grow up through concrete. Nothing can stop you when you get everything working in the same direction. When you get your belief working in the one direction and you get your thinking working in the same direction and you get your expectation working in the same direction and you get your words moving in the same direction and then you begin to take corresponding action that's in alignment with your beliefs, thoughts, expectations, and words, nothing can stop you, not even you yourself, unless you just stop. Once you get that momentum going, man, you'll be a powerful locomotive in action. So the truth is, only we can stop ourselves, but we haven't been aware. We haven't been conscious. We haven't been the observer of what's going on. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up and become aware, become alert, become conscious. Two other critical times of the day that can really help you with this. Uh, it's time to start journaling, but you need to begin to plant good seeds right? A couple minutes, three minutes before you drop off to bed. And then as soon as you wake up, those first three to five minutes while you're in the perfect state, you need to reiterate those goals, those objectives, those targets, those milestones that you want to accomplish. It can happen. I'm telling you, from the tops of the tops, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and Warren Buffett, these guys are operating off these principles. We think that everybody is just embedded with this and they don't have to do this and they don't have to do that. These people have a routine that they follow. They think a certain way. They believe a certain way. They expect a certain way. They speak a certain way. They dress a certain way. They walk a certain way. They talk and communicate a certain way. They're doing things in the right order, consistently and constantly. That's the difference between someone that's immensely successful, and someone that continues to fail. There are universal laws, spiritual principles that's at work. And these people are operating within those parameters. They're working the principles, and the principles are working for them. You know, the subconscious is blind. The superconscious is blind. The father is blind. These laws, these principles work for whosoever. No one has them cornered. They work if you work them. Work the principles. Work the natural laws. Work the spiritual laws. If you go out and look at nature, you see the tree blossom with the leaves. You saw it in drought season when it didn't have leaves. How did those leaves come back on there? It's natural principle. The roots are getting the, uh, the, the hydration and the nutrients and all that. And when it's that season, those leaves automatically come back onto the tree. So it is with your life. It's like the hair grows on your face. Just like a kid grows up and he becomes bigger and stronger. It's a natural process. You got to get into flow. If you get into flow by working with your beliefs, working with your thoughts, working with your expectations, and working with your speech, and working with corresponding action, um, working the principle of the golden rule, 
and uh, proper communication, uh, having a vision that's larger than yourself, um, bringing value to the table, and being a contributor instead of a taker. All these things will begin to work out for you. I don't care what limits you have. I don't care the limiting beliefs that you have. All of that stuff can be eradicated. It can be uprooted. It can be dissolved. But you got to start where you are. You know, write down what, what you have been thinking. Write down what you have been believing. Write down what you have been expecting. Write down, listen to yourself, observe yourself, how you've, how you've been speaking, how you've been communicating. And it's time to repent, meaning change because you're missing the mark. Be spent, begin to speak more fruit-bearing words, more fruitful words, more uh, uh, powerful, authoritative, and dominion words to create the life that you really desire. See, you don't understand your power, and you've been ignorant. Ignorant meaning just not knowing. You've been kind of saying anything when you should be speaking the right things, the more accurate things, the things that you really want. If everybody would raise that level of awareness and consciousness, they'll raise their bandwidth, they'll raise their frequency, uh, they'll raise their vibration, they'll raise their energy levels, and, and, and it will raise global consciousness. That's, that's what it's about. There is no such thing as lack, shortage, scarcity. If you believe in that, that's what's happening for you. But... If you begin to believe in abundance, you begin to believe in prosperity, you begin to believe in wealth, it's all around you. It's formless with your beliefs, with your thoughts, with your expectations, with your words, and with your actions. You can mold the formless into form in the form of symbols and material things and material possessions. Everybody was put here in this dispensation, in this realm to have a blessed life, whatever that looks like to them. You know, everybody was uh, has the means, has the resources uh, to be able to meet the financial obligations decently in order, you know, if they're operating correctly. So um, believing in the things, believing in the evil report, you know, that's on you. If you accept that, whatever you recognize and accept, that's what you have. So if you're currently experiencing shortage, scarcity, and lack, the reason why is because you're identifying with that, you're recognizing that, you're allowing that, and you're accepting that. Um, if you're experiencing uh, abundance, you know, uh, opulence, uh, prosperity, and wealth, the reason that you're experiencing that is because you're identifying with it, um, you're allowing it, you're recognizing it, and you're receiving it. You know, the law works both ways. It's like a coin, heads and tails. But it's all based upon belief, thoughts, expectations, and speech. You know, what you think feelingly, what you think sensationally, what you think emotionally, that's what you will be. That's what the law says. Solomon said, as a man thinks, so he is. You know? So it works on the negative side and the positive side. What you think feelingly, what you think sensationally, what you think emotionally is creating your reality. 
And if you don't like the reality that you've created by changing your thinking, you change your mind, you change your mind, you're changing your world. That's the way it happens. You might not understand the how. You don't need to understand the how. But this is how it's happening. And it's happening like that. All time, all day. Understand, your soul doesn't know the difference between Sunday and Monday, Mother's Day, Christmas Day, and other that. At the soul level, from the soul realm, it doesn't understand that. It understands principles. And it's, it's participating in the process of principles. So whatever you are expressing, whatever you're experiencing, that's, that's the program you're running. So if you don't like the programming, the conditioning that you're currently running, the paradigms that are currently running, you're going to have to take dominion and authority and use your power to change it. By changing your thinking, changing your believing, changing your expecting, and changing your speech, and changing your actions, and changing your choices and your decisions. You're the chief operative power. There's not anyone on the outside of you that's controlling anything. Everything is coming from within you. Remember what I said. You think that you can think in secrets, like you think that you're being sneaky, or you think that no one is not going to be revealed what you're thinking. James Allen said it best. You think that you think in secret, but it comes to pass. The environment is but you're looking glass. So you're not getting away with what you're thinking. You're not getting away with what you're believing. You're not getting away with what you're expecting. You're not getting away with what you're speaking. It's projected on the screen of space, and then it's expressed into your outer world. It's coming from your inner world. The, the inner world is the mirror of the outer world. That's why I'm saying how people are treating you, you've trained them to treat you that way. So if you've trained them to treat you unlike the golden rule, then you need to, first of all, retrain yourself on how to treat you. And then through that process, you'll retrain others on how to treat you. Um, time out for beating up on yourself. That's not going to help you. You just got to go in and make the adjustments, make the necessary adjustments and course correct on how you've been treating yourself. So others can also, you'll treat yourself better first and then others will begin to treat you better. That's how it works. So the outer world is a reflection of the inner world. So what you're thinking habitually, what you're believing habitually, what you're expecting habitually, and what you've been speaking silently as well as aloud habitually is coming to pass. You're a co-creator. You're creating all the time. You're live on the sophomore project, The Experience, Volume 10. Food for thought and thought for food. We've been covering belief, thought, expectations, and speech. I laid down seven pillars, seven pillars that everybody's got to understand and begin to work with belief, begin to work with thought, begin to work with expectations, begin to work with speech to right now in the situation that they are in to improve it, begin to change their life for the better and change their life for the best. 
If you want to find out more about me, you can reach out to BBS Radio. You can also personally email me uh, for a discovery session at S as in Sam, O as in Opportunity, U as in United, E as in Early, R as in Robert, H as in Heaven, A as in Apple, V as in Victory, E as in Early, N as in Night, at Yahoo.com. That's my personal email. If you want to find out more about me and figure out, uh, go through a discovery session and understand if uh, I might be a coach that you may want to uh, consider working with. Uh, you can also go to uh, my website, www.suddeneyeimpact.com. You're live on the Sophomore Project, The Experience, Volume 10, Food for Thought and Thought for Food. Uh, laid down seven pillars, and then we're teaching you, uh, educating you on how to work with your beliefs, your thoughts, your expectations, and your speech and your actions to create desired change versus having change pressed upon you. Um, so a lot of people are not liking or their situation is not ideal. Their condition is not ideal. Their circumstance is not ideal. Um, they're putting pressure on you. Well, if you begin to work with your thinking, you begin to work with your believing, you begin to work with your expecting, you begin to work with your speech, you can begin to put pressure on your situation, conditions, and circumstances. Flip the script. Uh, reverse the law of polarity. Um, one other key um, thing I want to tell you about, um, it's been scientifically proven that you can either, you can only hold one part at a time. And this is per your reticular activating system. You can hold either a positive thought or a negative thought. Um, it's in your best interest for you to begin to hold positive thoughts, begin to identify with the positive things, because like attracts like. I mean, a, a lot of y'all are looking at law of attraction, um, but even in that, if you look at the last six letters, it says action. Nothing comes to a sleeper but a dream, and I'm giving you the blueprint of what you got to work with. You got to work with your belief. You got to find out what you what you've been believing. And if it's not uh, serving you, if it's not um, adding life force to you, and it's not taking the direction that you really desire to go, it's time to replace, uproot that belief and replace it with a belief that will serve you, that will bring life force, add life force to you, that will take you in a direction that you desire to go. Thought. The law is, as a man thinks, so he is. I told you about all the scholars. They only agree on one thing. We become what we think about. So what are you thinking about all day long? What are you thinking? You need to find out what you're thinking. Then you got to find out, do you have expectation? Have you been expecting? And if you have not been expecting, you're still being filled with an expectation. And more often than not, probably 90% chance that it's being expecting something is being programmed to expect something negative. You see, the next, most of the most of the things that we fear don't even happen in our life. Let's say ninety percent of it don't even happen, and then the ten percent that we do happen, we gave those things our power by worrying about it, 
being in fear about it and just giving it our attention. When you give something your attention, you're giving it life. You need to ignore the situation. Don't focus on it. Now, if it's something that you can't do anything about it, you need to change your thinking to the positive, you know? You begin to ask yourself, what is the worst thing that can happen? And then face your fear. One man said, do the thing that you fear. I think it was Emerson. Do the thing that you fear, and the death of fear is certain. You are the chief operative power. You got to begin to take dominion again. You got to take your sovereignty back. You got to use your power for good. Stop just giving your power up to some outside force. You lent them your power. Take the power back. Begin to believe accurately. Begin to think accurately. Begin to expect accurately. Begin to speak accurately. And what I mean by speaking accurately means speak into existence the thing that you do desire, the thing that's going to be beneficial, the thing that's going to help your community, the thing that's going to bring value, the thing that's going to help society. I mean, all societal advancements happen through emotionalized thought, feeling thought, sensationalized thought, feelingly thought. I mean, from a basic car to a luxury car, that was an idea in someone's head. From uh, a basic shirt to a polo shirt, those were ideas in someone's head. From a no-name brand shoe like Pro Wing to an Air Jordan, those were ideas in someone's head. From not having money, that was a series of thoughts. To having money, that was also a series of thoughts. And see, thought is energy. So you are taking. You're going from formless to form with your thought, with your belief, with your expectation, with your speech. There's nothing hard about this. You're live on the Sutton Night Impact show, the sophomore project, the experience, volume 10, food for thought and thought for food, breaking it down for you to simplest forms. You have to work with your belief. You have to work with your thought. You have to work with your expectations. You have to work with your emotions. You have to work with your speech. You have to have a corresponding action. If you really believe something, you'll move on it. Won't be no guesswork or none of that. When you feel something and you know it can benefit you, you're going to move on it. There won't be any hesitation. You can be afraid or whatever. When you really feel it and you believe it, you're going to move on it. That's the bottom line. You're live on the Sudden Night Impact Show with Charles Lee. I hope this has been a uh, wonderful assignment for y'all. I highly recommend that y'all would go to Amazon and get the book, School of Self-Transformation. Even though it's a book that looks like a regular book, it's three to five years ahead of its time, and it's more like a textbook. You can take that book, read it slowly, dissect it, do the exercises in the book, and it will put you on a path to transform your life to change your life for the better, to keep working at it and change your life for the best. Once again, the book is by Dwight Lee. It's called School of Self-Transformation. It's available on Amazon. It's available also on my website, www.schoolofselftransformation.com. Uh, I'll go to amazon.com, order that book. Uh, the book will put you on a path uh, of becoming more aware 
uh, becoming more conscientious, becoming more conscious, um, show you how to be the observer. Um, you're not your thought. You are the one experiencing the thought. Uh, you are not your belief, but you are the one that receives the manifestation of the belief. You are not your expectation, but you are the one that receives the self-fulfilling prophecy of your expectation. Uh, you are the one speaking the words, and you know I want to caution y'all on um, just saying anything. Uh, loose lips does sink ships. Uh, one man said that the problem is six inches below your nose. Your mouth can cause a lot of problems for you. And here's the thing. See, when you speak a word, you can never get that word back. It goes up into the air, into the ethers. So be mindful, be conscious, be conscientious, be aware, be conscious of what you're saying, what you're speaking. You are creating something every time you speak. I know you may not have meant it, but you're going to have to become a good steward over your mouth. You're going to have to have more control. You're going to have to manage your mouth. Um, as I draw to a close on the sophomore project, the experience, volume 10, food for thought and thought for food, I want to leave you with a couple of quotes. And once again, you can email me personally at s-o-u-n-e-r-h-a-v-e-n at yahoo.com. The show is really starting to to get hotter and hotter. The last few shows have been blazing hot. A lot of powerful content uh, being explained with simplicity. Um, so I'm going to leave you with a couple of quotes. Henry David Thoreau said, if one advances confidently in the directions of his, his or her dreams and endeavors to live the life which they have imagined, they will meet with success unexpected in common hours. General Colin Powell said, a dream doesn't become reality through magic. It takes sweat, determination, and hard work. Michael Jordan, Michael Air Jordan said, I can accept failure, but I cannot accept not trying. So in leaving, I'm asking you, who are you choosing to show up as? I'm asking, are you bringing your gifts and talents to the table? I'm asking, how are you investing your time and your treasure? Until the next time, I'm going to leave you with a question. Because the mind cannot ignore a question. Where is your faith? Until the next Sutton I Impact show. Thank you.